Hello pilot friends, hope all is well and you are having a great day. This is Fritzy, your host, pilot friend, certified flight instructor as well as advanced ground instructor. Welcome back to episode 3 in which we will discuss aerodynamics. Five main topics we're going to cover today. We'll start off with the four forces of flight, uh, then angle of attack, uh, then we'll talk about the flight controls, the three axes of flight, and we'll wrap up with the airplane torque effect or left turning tendency. The four forces of flight, lift, thrust, weight, and drag. We'll touch on all four of them briefly, but then we'll have to move on since we wanna keep our podcast to about 10 minutes. So let's start with lift. Lift is the supporting force for flight in our atmosphere. It acts perpendicular to the relative wind. Thrust, so the engine and the propeller that produces the thrust considered to act parallel and just about on the longitudinal axis of the airplane. The weight is the weight of the aircraft as well as if you accelerate the aircraft. So it could be the mass time acceleration or gravity and will always act toward the center of the earth. Consider to act from the center of gravity and CG is the point on the aircraft that if suspended, it would balance. The fourth force is drag. Drags is what pulls the aircraft backwards. In order to move forward, thrust has to overcome drag. Here's an example. If you stick your hand out of the window when sitting in a moving car, the force pulling your hand backwards is called drag. Drag acts parallel to the relative wind. There's two types of drag you need to become familiar, the parasite and the induced drag. Trust me, when you are flying, you will not be thinking about is this induced or parasite drag, but you do need to know the differences for your written exam. Let's move on to the next topic and discuss angle of attack. Uh, here is the definition first. The angle of attack is the acute angle between the cord line of the airfoil and the direction of the relative wind. The direction of the relative wind is opposite to the flight path. So in the definition, I mentioned a couple of words that you are probably unfamiliar. The first one is the cord line. Uh, the cord line is an imaginary line between the leading edge and the trailing edge of the wing. Think about this. So if you look at the wing and look at the leading edge, the front of the wing and the trailing edge, the back of the wing and draw an, an imaginary line, that is the cord line. And the angle of attack is the angle between this cord line and the relative wind. Let's talk about the angle of attack. First, the definition. The angle of attack at which a wing stalls, regardless of airspeed, flight attitude, or weight, is known as the critical angle of attack. 
when you reach the critical angle of attack the wings are unable to fly and the airplane stalls so let's talk about the stalls and the critical angle of attack so when do we stall an airplane as i said you exceed the critical angle of attack the direct and immediate cause of any stall is always only one thing excessive angle of attack later on we will cover uh, the primary and secondary controls but uh, there's one control that determines the angle of attack and that is the elevator if you want to understand flight you have to understand the angle of attack one book that i highly recommend is the stick and rudder by wolfgang lanchwash totally butchered his last name anyhow there's only one way to get an airplane into stall the stick is pulled back the elevator are deflected upward and thus force the airplane to a high angle of attack and once you reach the critical angle of attack the airplane stalls and there's only one way to get the airplane out of a stall reduce the angle of attack push the stick forward or the yoke forward reduce the angle of attack let the wings start flying again and once you gain enough airspeed then uh, stop your uh, dive and level off so since uh, I did not provide a tip at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to insert it here. Uh, the spin stall awareness, this is uh, another important uh, topic we need to cover. The greatest hazard following an engine failure is a loss of control. Airplanes don't crash because the engine fails. Of course, if you are close to the um, airport or close to the ground and your engine quits, you're going to crash but what causes the crash is not the engine quitting but the loss of control um, the pilot uh, pulls back on the yoke and stalls the airplane exceeds that critical angle of attack installs the airplane so um, in an emergency in an engine failure emergency especially if you have altitude uh, and you learn this in your primary training the first thing we do we will find the best glide airspeed and for a Cessna 172 that's uh, usually about 60 knots and once you find that um, best glide airspeed you trim the airplane for that airspeed and just fly the airplane if you have two three four thousand feet of altitude you will have plenty of time to find the landing spot and fly the airplane all the way to the ground and once you're close to the ground pick a landing spot and then land the airplane just like you do it when you land it on an airport okay so just looking at my uh, watch we have about three four minutes and we do need to cover a couple more topics so the next uh, topic we're moving on is the axis of flight the axis that extends lengthwise from the nose through the tail is called the longitudinal axis and the rotation about this axis is called the roll. The axis that extends crosswise from wingtip through wingtip is called the lateral axis and rotation about this axis is called pitch. The last axis that passes vertically through the center of gravity when the aircraft is in a level flight is called the vertical axis and rotation about this axis is called yaw okay so let's summarize the axis the longitudinal axis 
and the rotation about this axis is called rho. The lateral axis and the rotation about this axis is called pitch. And the last one is the vertical to the center of gravity. It's called the vertical axis. And the rotation about this axis is called the yaw. The last topic we're going to cover today is the airplane left turning tendency or torque effect. There's a lot to learn here and this could be complicated but what you really have to remember that the single engine piston aircraft uh, generally have the left turning tendency and um, when we are flying the airplane we have to offset this left turning tendency with uh, opposite or right rudder. So um, the four torque effects is the P factor, torque reaction, spiraling slipstream, and the gyroscopic precession. The P factor, the concept around the P factor is that descending propeller blade produces more lift or thrust while the aircraft is at a high angle of attack creating a yaw. The torque reaction, this is the second torque effect, the twisting of an engine creates a roll and yaw. The spiraling slipstream, as the prop spins, the twisting air around the fuselage creates a yaw and roll. And the last torque effect is the gyroscopic precession. The propeller acts as a gyroscope. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, we could spend hours and hours on aerodynamics, but um, this is a short introduction of the aerodynamics. Um, I recommend that you spend a lot more time understanding the aerodynamics and what is happening to the four forces uh, when you're flying the airplane, when you're um, taking the runway and then you roll and you rotate and you take off, when you're climbing, when you're turning, when you're doing steep turns, when you're doing slow flights. Um, if you understand the aerodynamics and you really understand the angle of attack and what's going on uh, between the airplane and the air, you will become a much, much better pilot. Uh, and not only you will become a much better pilot, but uh, your training will go um, much smoother and faster. And with that said, here is our closing remarks. Fellow pilot friends, thank you for being with me today. I hope you are enjoying my podcast as much as I enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Remember to check out my website at www.lifepilottraining.com. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me. You can email me fritzy at lifepilottraining.com or text me at 614-787-8199. Have a great day. You've got to believe I'm gonna